All right. Happy Saturday, everybody. I hope you're having a great day or night wherever you are. Stock market has been going crazy, so let's talk about that. Sit back, relax, and let's just discuss some stock market things. So, first things first, let's look at SPY. SPY is just a raging bull. So how many days did we have? Uh, how many higher lows we've had? So we haven't consolidated on the daily time frame at all. SPY completely V-shaped. I've said this so many times. SPY is notorious for V-shaped recoveries. Do not count the bulls out. Unless we have a high bear volume and the trend is in their favor. Right now, every dip is being bought. And I don't care what your perspective is, whether we're in a stock market bubble, we're in this, we're in that. Look at the price patterns. Look at the price action and then decide what you're going to do. Because there's going to be so many distractive or uh, distractions, um, particularly in headlines, where you're going to read in papers, in CNBC, that's why I hate CNBC, in everything, let's say Fox Business, keep going down line, you get it. There's going to be headlines everywhere. Okay, or is this the top? Is this the top? But you need to have your own perspective on price action. Price action is king no matter... It's, it's basically above everything else. Price action is number one. Then you look for news. And that's it. So, as I've said, we haven't consolidated on the daily yet. I'm looking for a pullback. SPY is at historic RSI levels in overbought conditions. Usually it rejects from 70, so I'm looking for a pullback. I am not fighting the bulls one bit. You have to remember trend is your friend. I am not trying to actively short SPY. I'm going to talk about a little bit of my plays that I'm... Uh, that I've been doing this past week uh, and has been working out very well and I'm going to discuss that later but uh, let's continue on and then we'll talk about that so QQQ QQQ broke the rising wedge bullish on follow-through what that means is that when QQQ is going up SPY is heavily co uh, correlated with QQQ and that's just continuing the momentum up Recently, though, there has been some sector rotation, again, on the inverse correlation. So whenever QQQ goes up, XLF kind of goes down. But overall, I have noticed recently that when QQQ goes up, uh, XLF also goes up. And that's magnifying this buy move. Talked about a little bit last week about that. So if you don't know what that is. Uh, go back to last week's stock market episode and find that out. So QQQ raging bull, no resistance. So do not fight these bulls trying to actively short QQQ. We are at pretty high. His is it? Are these historic RSI levels or are they high RSI levels? Um, yeah, we're pretty historic daily RSI levels. So I'm scouting for a pullback. But once again, I'm not actively trying to short this name. Uh, let's move on to XLF. 
XLF also kind of a raging bull. We are we are seeing some weekly consolidation right now. We confirmed a weekly downtrend, but the bounce is significant enough where we're just going to be scouting a weekly uh, higher low if it does continue to go down. Unless we see some increasing bear volume, that's when I'm going to start looking short on XLF. But right now, uh, pretty significant bounce from that bottom. Let's look at XLV, the healthcare sector. What a raging bull. So this is what I've been saying. When XLV, healthcare sector, XLF, financial sector, and QQQ, tech sector, are all near the high of the days or high of their day, SPY is going to be magnified. And yesterday, all three sectors were up, meaning that SPY had that huge bounce. Um, not bounce, but like huge leg up. And that shows very, very, that's like alarming. You know, if SPY goes up that much, you look at other sectors and seeing, okay, what is happening? But yeah, that's exactly what um, the markets are doing right now. I've said this before, bears need to prove to themselves because any dip is just being bought. Now, let's look at my plays that I've been doing. So, I have been trading cryptocurrency. I'll talk about that tomorrow. But I have been trading Tesla, NVDA, SPCE, and AMD. So, Tesla you already know, when I see bullish correlations, I will try to play bullish Tesla a lot. And since it has a pretty high, you know, it's pretty volatile, let's say that. So if you know the general direction or aim where you're trying to place your trades, you will do very well with Tesla. Um, but I know that all I'm looking for is a weekly lower high compared to 700 and... 75 I believe 780 so I played short Tesla yesterday did I play yesterday or was that um yeah it was yesterday I did play Tesla short top fishing yesterday's daily resistance started noticing that Neo was more bullishly correlated to Tesla and um played Neo more actively bullishly but I played Tesla more bearish uh i want to see if once tesla starts going up pretty bullishly to qqq or no compared to nio will nio mark that top because right now it's doing completely opposite of what tesla is doing it's kind of like that inverse correlation where neo's going up tesla's kind of going down like that xlf qqq correlation so if Neo can mark the top. Will those profits in Neo move to Tesla? I'm very curious about that. Uh, but right now, Tesla bulls have really nothing to worry about. The only reason I played Tesla bullish or bearish was because of price action. Uh, it has been top fished many times from resistance, so I just actively shorted that. Neo was bought, so I kept playing that bullishly. Uh, let's move on to NVDA. So next week, I'm definitely look, looking at Tesla bullish. 
Let's see if that happens, if Neo can mark that top. If not, I'm going to continue to do what I did with shorting those um, daily resistance levels. NVDA. Okay, this is very interesting to me. This name is just running. And when it runs like this, I always scalp. Like, that's it. I just always scalp. So if I'm trying to play counter trend, I do not let it sit I quickly, quickly um, take profits. So what I do with NVDA is usually it breaks, um, what do you call it? It breaks daily resistance pre-market as a gap up open and tries to gap up and then it's sold. And that's exactly how I've been playing NVDA. If it gaps up open, that's basically for selling and I sell that. But... I scalp it. I am not trying to, you know, have a complete stop loss set and then let it ride out. I am scalping it for one to two dollar gain. That's perfect for me. Um, and that's how I play NVDA. I am looking for five minute oversold conditions to play bullish on this name because it is a raging bull. So until that doesn't work, I'm still going to be doing that. Let's say that. NVDA. Let's let's move on to Neo. Actually, I want to talk about Neo uh, before I move on to space, just because we're in the tech sector. I guess space works too, but we're in the electric vehicle sector. I just talked about. So I have no idea what I just said there. <laughs> Sorry, but with NIO, pretty significant bounce, uh, confirming that monthly. Uh, monthly higher low and that is a very significant bounce let's see if we can at least confirm did it confirm the hourly downtrend yes it did so it did confirm the hourly downtrend and that was a pretty significant drop but the daily ema 12 is holding so with neo i Knew that this was running way too hard, way too quick. I was scouting these, um, you know, pretty much marking the top, but I knew I couldn't go aggressive because bulls were in just full control. So what I did, every time I saw weakness, I would short, sell half, and then put the stop loss above, um, stop loss above the high um, as a break-even trade. And I just kept doing it until it didn't work. And then eventually, a few days ago, um, it gapped up. And there was someone in the chat room that basically said, okay, if it, if, if it hasn't gapped up on this entire run and it gaps up this final day or gaps up this day, typically that marks the top. And that's when I shorted it. And I heavily shorted it. So originally, I did the same plan of shorting it, have the stop loss above the higher day, just in case. But this time, I, I shorted it, covered, and then I saw the bounce and reshorted it with the stop loss set above um, the high of the day. So it created that lower high and then everything, it just plummeted. But the thing is that I just knew that it was just looking for a daily high or low. So I didn't keep it for long. In hindsight, I should have kept it for a little bit longer, but that was a solid few day maker. And I'm happy with the profits. That's all I can ask for, honestly. So with Neo, 
tried to actively short it, but I wasn't, you know, going super aggressive until I found, okay, this was a bear flag of a bounce, reshort it, and everything else was history. So, SPCE. I love volatile tickers like this because I know I don't need to actively search for, uh, you know, uh, momentum. I just know that there's a lot of volatility and momentum either direction with these names. So SPCE, we saw a huge run up. And then I played it bullish and bearish just because uh, when it originally had that huge run, that first five-minute oversold conditions were money. And I played that five-minute oversold just like how I would scalp it. I, you know, bought it, sold half, then it went to a lower low. I knew we were just looking for another bounce because um, all the RSIs were pretty much pummeled. So what I did, I bought that lower low. And this comes with experience. You don't want to do what I'm doing. This is very experience related uh, because I knew that multiple RSI levels were crushed and that's kind of why I played it. Uh, first five minute, 15 minute, and it had a huge bounce, sold that. And all right, I'm locking that in. Next day, I saw that week open, shorted it. Reason why I shorted it, we ran up so hard, there has to be some sort of profit taking. Shorted it and solid couple day maker. And I've been just like following this volatility. Yesterday, aka Friday, I saw that gap up open and then I just top fished that high of the bounce and that was money. So I love playing these volatile tickers knowing that I'm going to see great volatility pretty much every trading day. Um, and as you can tell, GME is not that much volatile anymore. It's it's kind of, kind of dying down, so no one really talks about that. Same with AMC. And just once volatility comes back in, I'm going to start talking about those names. So, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you have a great Saturday, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.